You're listening to Rabbi Arya Wolby, Director of Torch, the Torah Outreach Resource Center of Houston. This is the Jewish Inspiration Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, to a short and sweet segment on the month of Adar. Yesterday was the second day of Rosh Chodesh. We had two days Rosh Chodesh, and we welcomed in the month of Adar. Today we're Bez Adar, the second day of the month of Adar. And I think it's important for us to talk a little bit about the month of Adar. So first, the order of the month, it is the 12th month of the Jewish calendar, and the sixth month from Rosh Hashanah. It always falls out in the February-March time of year. The name Adar is not a Hebrew name. It comes from Babylonia, where the Jews adopted the names for the months. And its hidden secret in the name is Adar. Aleph is Aluf, which is master. Dar resides, where Hashem resides with us. Adar is a very special month where we're able to feel a special connection with the Almighty who is residing with us. The days of Adar, there are 29 days in the month of Adar. Rosh Chodesh Adar always has two days, the first day being the 30th of Shvat, the second day of Rosh Chodesh being the first of Adar. In a leap year, in the Jewish calendar we have a leap year, and it is preceded, the month of Adar is preceded with a 30-day intercalary month named Adar Aleph, the first Adar. The leap year, or Shana Mu'beret, which means a pregnant year in Hebrew, occurs approximately once every three years in order to assure that the lunar months of the Jewish calendar stay in sync with the solar calendar. So which one is the extra month? Adar Aleph is considered the extra month based on the Mishnah declaring that Purim must be celebrated on the second Adar in a leap year. Therefore, some very interesting things happen when we have two months of Adar. Therefore, someone born in Adar, in the month of Adar, during a non-leap year, like this year, would celebrate their birthday in the second Adar during a leap year. So someone who's born now in this month will celebrate always in the second month of Adar. Their birthday will always be in the second month, second Adar in a leap year. Someone born during either Adar in a leap year will celebrate their birthday during the month of Adar in a non-leap year. So you don't say, oh, yours is going to be in the next month in Nisan because you were born, you know, okay? However, except if someone is born on a the 30th of Adar Aleph, okay, so if someone's born on the 30th day of the first month of Adar, they will celebrate their birthday because there's only 29 days in a regular Adar. They'll celebrate their birthday on the 1st of Nisan on a non-leap year. Adar in a non-leap year has 29 days. In an interesting scenario, this happened actually to my, one of my brothers. So a person A, I'm just giving random dates, okay? A person A was born on the 25th day of Adar Aleph. Person B is born 10 days later on the 5th of Adar Bays, the second Adar. On their bar mitzvah year, if there was a non-leap year, 
the one who was born on the fifth of Adar base will have his bar mitzvah on the fifth of Adar. And the one who was born before him 10 days earlier on the 25th of Adar Aleph will have his birthday 20 days later. His bar mitzvah will be 20 days later. So the younger one will be bar mitzvah before the older one. Very interesting scenario. It's halachically, uh, it has halachic ramifications because when are they obligated on mitzvahs? Someone is obligated to perform mitzvahs on their bar mitzvah. So when is their bar mitzvah? The one who's younger will be bar mitzvah before the one who is older. Very interesting. So what is the zodiac sign for the month of Adar? The sign for the month of Adar is fish, Pisces, or dagim in Hebrew. And it's a sign of blessing. Fish are very fertile, and for that reason are seen as a sign of blessing and fruitfulness. The Hebrew word for blessing is Baracha, or Baruch, from the root of Bez, Reish, Chaf. And in Jewish numerology, the Gematria, the letters of Bez, Reish, and Chaf is 2, 220. Each of these is the first plural in their number unit. So you have 1, 2, 10, 20, 100, 200. What this tells us is that the Jewish concept of blessing is intertwined with fertility represented by the fish of Adar. That's why it's not one fish, it's two fish, the sign of Adar. After all, if there is something good, we don't just keep it to ourselves, we multiply it. It's always about giving to someone else. That's the blessing. It's very interesting that you can write the word l'chaim with one yud. But we know that l'chaim is spelled with two yuds. Hashem's name is with two yuds. Why? Say, just tell us, because a yid doesn't make a l'chaim himself. You need another yid, another yid, another yud, right? Another Jew to make a l'chaim with you. You multiply the blessing. And, of course, we know that not only fish are a blessing, but fish are always in water. In Jewish tradition, fish are a sign of blessing and fruitfulness. Also, just as fish live in water, the Jewish people thrive when immersed in water. What is water? Torah. It says, Mayim Chaim. The Torah is the water of life, a fountain of life, which is compared to the giving water. So, therefore, we increase not only in happiness and joy in this month, but also we increase in Torah study as much as we can. So what are the events in this month? We know the first the declaration in Halacha, when Adar enters, joy increases, the Talmud says. This reaches its climax on the 14th of the month as we celebrate Mordechai and Esther's triumph over the wicked Haman. Adar is the happiest, most joyous month of the Jewish calendar. In fact, its motto, like we just mentioned, is that when Adar comes, joy is increased. The spirit of Purim permeates the entire month, making it a time of unparalleled rejoicing and good mazel, good fortune for the Jewish people. Good luck. Rav Papa says, one of the great Tanaic sages, therefore, a Jew engages in litigation during the month of Adar. During the month of Av, however, 
there's a bad omen. It's a time where the mazel is decreased. A person should always make sure to put his court cases in the month of Adar. For heaven revolves merit towards a day of merit and joy towards a day of joy. And Adar is the most joyous of all months, so much so that no evil anti-Semitic eye can affect its blessing. What happened with Haman? Haman looked at all the months. We'll see this in a second, but I'm going to skip. Haman looked at all the months and says, Oh, the Jewish leader Moses died on the month of Adar. There must be it's a sign of bad luck. I'm going to decree against the Jews uh, their decree of their demise on the month of Adar. But he forgot one important thing. Moshe Rabbeinu was born also in the month of Adar. And therefore, the mazel was a fortuitous mazel, to, mazel for the Jewish people. Now, we know the shakalim reminder. We mentioned this last week. The shakalim that were collected by the first of Nisan, the reminder began at the first of Adar. So they had a full month to prepare themselves with that half shekel before it was going to be collected. The seventh of Adar, like we mentioned, was the day that Moses was born and the day that he died. He, died on, he was born and died on the same day. Haman used this as a bad sign for the Jewish people. If their leader died in this month, not realizing that it was also his birthday, which served to protect the Jews. Now, the 13th, 14th, and 15th are Purim. The 13th is the fast of Esther. The 14th is the day of Purim outside of Jerusalem and all walled cities. So Hebron is a walled city. Jerusalem is a walled city. Jericho is a walled city. They celebrate on the 15th of Adar, otherwise known as Shushan Purim. And then from the 23rd through the 29th of Adar are the days the tabernacle. They were erected and disassembled each day from the 23rd to the 29th of of Adar. They were assembled and disassembled different parts of it so that they learned how to put it together and how to take it apart and how to travel with it. And then it was inaugurated on the 1st of Nisan. Our sages teach us that the influence of the holidays begin descending 30 days prior to the holiday. So the holiday of Purim already started descending on Tubishvat. The holiday of Passover begins descending on Purim, which is why our sages tell us, Hilchos Chag Bechag, you start learning the laws of Passover already 30 days in advance. So my dear friends, have a magnificent Purim, have an uplifting Purim, a happy month of Adar, and we should have only good fortune, good health, good happiness, good times, safe times, and we should all be able to celebrate together with Mashiach in our rebuilt Jerusalem speedily in our days. Amen. You've been listening to the Jewish Inspiration Podcast, a Torch production. Become a supporter at torchweb.org because your assistance enables more Torah learning around the globe. To find more lessons offered by Torch, please visit torchpodcasts.com.